Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag NBA. I was disappointed, very disappointed in the list as well. That was agreed to. I think that things were tried, attempts were made to, to add to that list, but the NBA um, agreed that, that that list was what was satisfactory. So hopefully maybe we can get some more names on that list or some more things to add, you know, or meet in the middle, but I was disappointed as well. That's the Celtics' Jalen Brown talking about instead of having names on the jersey, there's a list the NBA has provided the players that they can pick from. He didn't like it. Mike Scott of the 76ers, same thing. Didn't give the players a chance to voice our opinions on it. They just gave us a list, so that was bad. That was terrible. I'm all about just doing instead of saying and posting or putting stuff on the back of your jersey. I don't think that's going to stop anything, you know? Yes, Jalen? I think we do know. Let's move on to the doing. Instead of the symbolism and the black squares and the names and all the stuff to call attention because attention has been fully called, PK. Uh, yeah, that's well said. Attention has been fully called. I agree with you, and it will continue to be fully called, which isn't bad unto itself, but if that's the exclusivity of it, then it is bad. And yeah, I don't know that this is a big deal. I mean, obviously it's easier for me to say. Middle-aged white dude. Uh, nobody's uh, giving me any violence or racial injustice or whatnot. I've made my mark. So uh, I can sit here on my throne and criticize all I want. But I do think that they can do stuff. And that's good to hear, though, that, uh, you know, now it's about doing as opposed to just calling attention to. Because doing ultimately will be the difference. And along those lines, Lakers center Dwight Howard has announced he will play in the NBA restart. He had been torn, bouncing back and forth, weighing his options, but he's going to play and donate his salary from the games in Orlando, which is about $700,000 to his charitable initiative, Breathe Again. Man, seven hundred grand. There are a lot of charities that would uh, just uh, tip over and faint at the thought of getting a $700,000 donation. So... That's significant. We'll see what his charity does with it, but uh, that's a that's a significant number right there. To get back to the previous quote, you you can do some doing with seven hundred grand, so that's a step in the right direction. Yeah, but if they faint, then you'd have to have some of that money that would required for medical attention, and it would take away from the charity. Nonetheless, you'd still be ahead. But you're right. <laughs> there is risk in fainting, passing out there. Jazz are getting on a plane. Today, today is departure. We're leaving day. on a jet plane. Yes, for Orlando, which isn't quite how his indie song don't goes. Don't know when they're going to be back again. They don't. Yeah, really, know. they don't. They no. don't. A first round playoff exit. What time do you? Let's see. That'd be end of August, basically, right? And if you go out in the second round, you're into mid September. So on they go. Oh Renee, oh Renee, I hate to go. Talk to Joe from the bubble on Thursday. He'll be in his room with his coffee machine. It's not practice or a game. He'll be in his room with the coffee machine. Then we'll talk to Joe on Thursday. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. 
for us as players. We still want to know, like, how's everything going to function and work? And, you know, don't get me wrong, everybody's working towards that and building, like, there's calls and everything. But I think that's more important than whether there's four preseason games, two preseason games, no preseason games. Like, all of that stuff will work its way out, work itself out. But, like, all that stuff matters if the first phase of us being back in training camp is going well. Patriots, Devin McCourty there, saying the preseason is a secondary issue. In my mind, it's always a secondary issue. And if that's if that's all they have to cut, then this is a great year. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not much of a sacrifice in my world. Say goodbye to the preseason games. But I guess I'm not a guy trying to make a roster who wants a chance to show what he can do. They are valuable to those guys. But for the Stars, doesn't matter. No, it don't. Patriots are offering free parking for home games during the 2020 season at Gillette Stadium. The exchange of cash to enter lots viewed as a potential safety hazard with the coronavirus sparked the decision to offer free parking. Club's going to use digital ticketing this year to limit contact also. It's the most you've ever paid to park anywhere for a game, a show, a concert. Any occasion. You think how much parking? Parking would actually be quite a little revenue stream there. A little bit of cash. you got to leave your car somewhere, and it costs. 60 bucks USC. Oh, really? 60 I don't yeah. think I've... I don't think I've paid 60 I think I paid 40 And I think it was at the Rose Bowl, actually. So, L.A. parking. Who knew, right? Well, it was for work, and I got reimbursed, so I didn't really care. You know who's got money for parking? Patrick Mahomes. You. Oh, Signed through 2031 after agreeing to a 10-year contract extension. He's got two years left on his rookie deal and then 10 beyond that. So the extension could be worth as much as $503 million. There's an injury guarantee of $140 million. There are outs in the deals for Mahomes that certain guaranteed mechanisms aren't exercised during the deal. So this is the richest contract in American pro sports. Mike Trout had a $426 million 12-year deal, but... 503 over 12. I think if you had to bet on whether he's going to play out this deal or not, you would definitely bet no. There's too many outs in this. 12 years is a long time. There's too many variables. Well, it reminds me of Steve Young when he signed that 40 million USFL deal and who knows how much he got. I don't know how much this young man's going to get. I know he's going to be rich beyond his dreams probably. And he's a really good player. And I don't care what I don't care about their money. Uh, they don't care about my money. I don't care about their money. I never begrudge anybody from getting their money. Whatever it is, it's their money, and I'm not going to tell them what to do with their money and what they should be doing contract-wise. The thing that I'm excited about is he's, what, 23, 24 years old? Yep. And he's a great talent. Yes, and he so is. so he's fun to watch, and that's all I really care about is he's fun to watch. I enjoy watching him play. That's all that really matters to me, the money stuff more power to you whatever you get so be it you're gonna have enough to spend and buy whatever you want either way true story and that is a pile of money for kansas city but i assume that they're out selling multi-year sponsorships and multi-year luxury suite deals and got their i don't know 50 luxury suites whatever it is they have i don't know exactly but they're rolling out three five and seven year contracts they're rolling it out into the future and getting back so it grinds on any little ratings drop the NFL has or anything, they just seem to bounce right back from it, and they're fine. The Raiders are trying to get Jadavian Clowney. 
unknown if he'll lower his salary demands. He wants $17 million a year. The Raiders right now are sitting on about $7.9 million in cap space. Presumably, they could create a little more, but $17 million seems like a lot. So, See what Clowney does, but always good to have a defensive end. Something to beef up the old uh, the old D-line a little bit. you got to win the line of scrimmage, PK. Kyle Whittingham has told us that once. He's told us a million times. Oh, you got to win the game. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. The Oregonian's John Canzano reports the Pac-12 Commissioner Larry Scott has taken a 12% compensation cut from his $5.3 million salary. Canzano obtained an internal email sent out to conference staffers. The red in part, our CEO group approved our conference budget for the coming year, which includes a 9% overall decrease in expenses, along with salary reductions for employees making over $100,000 in annual salary. Cuts for all employees range from 5 to 10%. Larry Scott taking 12 PK. Team player leading the way. Well, I think it's more of a bad look you know, with the uh, money that he makes. The 5.2 million he received, like a 1.9 million dollar loan to build a home, to get a home anyway. I don't know if he built it, but uh, to buy a home in the you know, obviously San Francisco area, the Bay Area, it's very, very expensive. Everyone knows that, and we know about the rent that they pay. Gonzalo's been all over this, inside out, and. Uh, I don't know whether he has an axe to grind or not. I can't say that, but uh, he's certainly done a lot of work regarding that. And I read the column. I'm sure you did, too. And uh, just 12% when you're making 5.3 million. And somebody who's making uh, 100 grand is going to take a 5% pay cut. That 5 grand means a lot more to them than the the 12% you're taking. Uh, just by way of com- comparison, the NBA commissioner led the way taking a 20% pay cut. Yeah, yeah. It seems like he should be taking more of a pay cut, yeah. actually. If, if he did what the NBA commissioner did and took a pay cut, he'd still be making more, more than $4 bucks. Yeah. And all the people who are in San Francisco, I mean, $100,000 sounds like a lot of money, but it doesn't go nearly as far in San Francisco as it goes in most cities in the United States. It's like you say, housing costs first. Uh, transportation, we are just talking about what you pay for parking. You know, the transportation, do you want to you wanna ride mass transit right now if you have to go into the office? And I think the thing that grinds everybody is that they've blown so much money with having not just the conference headquarters in San Francisco, but the whole conference network. You know, there's, there's a lot of back-end stuff that just doesn't need to be in the most expensive real estate. It doesn't. If you need a few offices for show for the executives, because you're going to, you know, be next to Google or Amazon or whatever investment firm that you're going to cut a deal with, great. But they've been there. They haven't cut those deals. And people who will never be in those meetings are housed in the really expensive offices in San Francisco, and it just makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I don't think that's the number one issue. I think the number one issue is that they haven't gotten the revenue that they anticipated yeah. getting. Because if they got the revenue that they were anticipating getting, you wouldn't care that wouldn't be, No, it wouldn't be. Is that they were promised money, particularly on the Pac-12 network, which is just not even come close to delivering. Then you compound it with the finances. Then you compound it with the officiating errors and all these types of things that are going on, and it all adds up. Uh, ESPN is reporting a number of Power 5 conference officials have targeted the end of the month to determine if the college season can start on time. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey, we said from the outset of this pandemic that circumstances around the virus 
would guide our decision-making if clear recent developments related to COVID-19 have not been trending in the right direction. And, you know, when we hear reports from Florida and Texas about cases up and people worried, PK, the number of uh, important leagues that have important schools in both of those states, oh, what, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 are the two that aren't there. (laughs) The other three Power Five leagues are in those two states. I got to imagine when they say, when the SEC commissioner says the info is not trending in the right direction, that's what he's talking about. Well, it was always going to be July. I mean, that's not really news, is it? They weren't going to make a decision in June, were they? No, I don't think so. Don't make a decision until you have to. I just think he's hinting that they're leaning towards some type of delay, postponement. Who knows how they'll phrase it and structure it. Uh, More than we hoped or thought they would a month ago. Well, I guess it depends on... Go ahead. I still don't think it's over. I think any decision is possible at this point. But clearly, he's trying to get people to brace for a delay, I think. Well, a, a delay, that, that's fine. I mean, the, no one wants a no season. A delayed season or reduced season, I think, is something that we can all live with. And it depends on what you're looking at. Are you looking Are you looking at cases or are you looking at deaths? Because if you look I, at deaths, yeah. maybe they're not trending in, in the bad manner. Well, they, those aren't. I, th- I, I wonder if they're looking at those numbers or if they're looking at hospitalizations. It would be interesting to get you know direct answers from them on that. We haven't heard that yet. Uh, Patriot League member Fordham has decided not to fly to Hawaii on September 12th. They canceled that game. They actually canceled their first three games. But the Patriot League is playing at the big sky level and flying all the way to Hawaii seems expensive and probably not the trip to be taken right now. I don't know. Does Hawaii still have a quarantine? They're having one for a while. I don't know how they can get teams. It's supposed to end, I think, the 1st of August. Oh, okay. was the last I heard. Yeah. They were having 14-day quarantines, which makes it hard to get in and out from the football And the Patriot game. League has banned all air travel currently. Yeah. So Hawaii just doesn't, doesn't fit into that. It's, no. That's a game to push off to Can another Can we drive year. to Hawaii? No, you can't. You really can't. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. As a team, we feed off that. And even on the road, you feed off of it when you're getting booed and heckled and everybody in the stadium wants you to fail. It's, it's As a player, it gets you up for the game and you use it to get through the season. And, and to not have that's going to be different. And I think once we are back to the point where we do have a packed house at Miller Park again, whenever that may be, you're going to appreciate it that much more. That's Christian Yelich right there talking about the fans and how the players draw energy from the crowd. Major League Baseball has announced the full 60-game schedule. All the teams are going to play 40 games in their division and then 20 interleague games against their corresponding geographic division. So AL East, NL East, the opener is the champs, the Nationals, and the Yankees, followed by the Giants and Dodgers. ESPN with a doubleheader to get things going. And we've been talking, PK, about changes you make in the short run and then changes you make permanently. And there certainly is a uh, a love of tradition. I think tradition means more in baseball than it means in any of the other sports. You know, you got you got more than a century of tradition and you want to hold on to it. And American League National League is part of that. But, man, the economics of not starting games at 4 in the afternoon or 10 at night in the local markets, I wonder if we're going to see the end of the AL and NL and more games played regionally, geographically in the time zone so that everybody's got first pitch at 7 or 7.30 as much as possible. Maximize the audience instead of the, the Yankees out on the West Coast and the Dodgers and Giants on the East Coast. and. You know, I don't, I don't know if it means that much in the middle of the country. I don't. I wonder if franchises like the Cubs and the Cardinals are that into it. But I think for the teams on the coast, it's a big deal for their local TV packages. 
absolutely right. And you think the Oakland A's are going to give up games, home games against the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees? That's the flip no side. No freaking way. Well, they'll start it at one in the morning <laughs> if they have to on those TV games back there. No, there's no way because anytime the Yankees, particularly in the National League, and the Yankees and the Red Sox when they come west, they're a sellout. Oh my gosh, it's automatic. Yes, it, it's automatic. The last time the Yankees came to uh, the Diamondbacks ballpark, whatever it's called these days, my sister immediately bought tickets for every game, went to the first game, sold the next three, and made a whole lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) And that is why people who work in ticketing, and we know people who work in ticketing, use the variable pricing. Because the fact is, when you get those games, you also get... The Rays and the Jays and, the, you know, whoever else, right? I mean, the, the Yankees get the Dodgers, and that's probably a big deal. But I don't know if the Padres showing up at Yankee Stadiums. I, oh, I think we do know. It's not going to drive the same. The Padres and the Rockies aren't going to drive things the way the Giants and the Dodgers do. So all games are not created equal. No, unless they're better, they have to, you know, one of those particular years when they've hit and they're better, I understand your point. But when the Yankees come down to Petco, I'd have to imagine people down there. Yeah, they're excited about it. So I think there's a blend to be had somewhere in the middle of what you're saying, but not a complete either way. I think you're probably right about that. And it'll all, they follow the money. They'll they'll do the math on what they make of tickets in those games, and then they'll figure out what they can get for their local TV deals and uh, maximize the bucks. Uh, what is trending? It's brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Coming up, we're going to talk with uh, Jason Cole, longtime NFL reporter. Obviously, uh, Kansas City, that's a heck of a contract for Mahomes. We can talk to him about that and we'll, the next generation of quarterbacks and also just you know getting this season underway and some of the challenges the NFL is trying to deal with right now. We'll talk with Jason Cole. Coming up. Next on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.